welcome to the privy. I am Courtney, and Boris is still out of the country, but I—he's gone. gone. But I have a guest co-host this week. Hello, Connor. Hey, everybody. Connor, Connor, you want to? Oh, say hello to everyone first. Yeah. Let me introduce myself. Yes. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I know, but they don't know. Yeah. Well, hi, I'm Connor. I'm a real estate broker here in the city with Douglas Elliman, and I'm also a professional Irish dancer on the side. How? A little bit of an aside. Amazing is that. And the reason I have you here is because if you remember the first time I met you, you told me you were obsessed with pop culture. Oh, completely. Yeah. It was actually in the park across the street from Fresh from Hell. Oh, oh, very. very, Mm -hmm. West 47. I see you have a good memory, too. We can add that to your resume (laughs) as well. Strange memory. Um... Okay, so each each week, me and Boris, we open up with the highlight of the week. And I didn't give you a chance to prepare, so I'm kind of like to this on you. Okay, so I'll go first. So my highlight of the week is I discovered a new podcast called Who Weekly. You would actually really like this, Connor. Yeah, okay. It is about... Wait, let me think of their tagline. Their tagline is everything is called Who Weekly. Like an acronym or like who's who? Like, who's who? Like, who? Weekly. Okay. And what it is, is their tagline is everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. So, like, the, like, the CD list people who are, like, (laughs) like your, gosh, this is going to be so shady. Like a, oh, this is shady. Like a Haley Baldwin. Like, she's kind of a model, but, like, who is she really? Like, like she. I wouldn't consider her C or D. She's probably, like, a B. B, a, I mean, probably, a, yeah, she's, she's definitely, definitely a B, but, like, yeah. still, people are like, who? Right. Like, people right. would do that. I think you would like it. I'll okay. send you the link. Who Weekly. Who Weekly. I'm actually going to a live show of theirs in Brooklyn. Is it that one studio that, like, everybody does? Because I think NPR does something. Pop Culture Happy Hour does something out there. Bell House. So, yep. probably. Is that it? That's it. Yeah. Come on, Miss Thing. Yeah. Connor knows stuff. <laughs> yes, Miss Connor. Now, Connor, tell me your highlight of the week. Uh, well, uh, in light of like listening to his answer, if only everybody could see like blank stare. I wish you could saw his face. I did you so dirty because usually I even tell Boris right before we start recording. I'm like, Boris, you have your highlight of the week. Like, let's go because we gotta go. Well, you didn't tell me. Oh, whatever. It could be something simple. Well, no, no, no. I heard Kesha's new song. I have listened to it on repeat, and new is in like. The most recent of the four that she has released from Rainbow. I, th- I believe that's the name of the All this album. is very foreign to me. Does she just drop new music? Yeah. I'm not a big So this one's called Him. Like, um, like the him. Yeah, like church but hymn. it's really, it, it, it's fantastic. Got it. Um, but I also love Praying, which you may, well, you said you haven't heard that she dropped new music. Didn't know. But there's Praying, um, Learn to Let, let It Go, mm-hmm. um, Woman, which I, I really do love. That's a jam. <laughs> But him, him is the most recent one. So, yeah, that's the highlight of the week. Was it like, <laughs> out like on Monday, maybe? So are you a big Kesha fan? I, yeah. I mean, I even like dirty, trashy Kesha. You know? Just, oh, so this is not dirty, no, trashy? Oh, she's, like, ele- she's a little bit elevated. kind of evolved. Well, letting you more or less hear more of her vocals. Oh, good. Yeah, and there's a little bit more meaning to the songs as opposed to like... Let's get wasted and talk about a clock going TikTok. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I t- it took me a minute to get that reference, but I get it. I was it. trying to think of, like, how can I make this clever? Like, <laughs> so I apologize if that was, like, a really low, low of a joke. It actually was pretty good, because it, it took me a minute. I always am a little slow with jokes like that, but that yeah. was good. Question, what do you have to say or what are your thoughts on 
the whole lawsuit that is she still in the lawsuit with that producer and like where with are Dr. you with Dr. Luke like technically yes. so Sony she lost they lost the suit they ultimately lost I kind of remember yeah um, but she is like four albums are still due to his name but I think Sony let him go okay so I don't really know what's going on there because they wouldn't have released Praying um, which is basically a song about her um Post life written to him, right. it seems for everything that he caused her, um, and so I don't think he would release that. So I'm pretty sure that they're no longer connected, though legally they had to be at one point in time. Look at you for the verdict of the trial. Connor will be our new um, Hollywood, um, <laughs> the yeah, privy Hollywood correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. I'll be out there in November, so I'll be sure to. <laughs> That you need. <laughs> Wait, what takes you to LA? And I'll be dancing. Our studios are based out of Hollywood. Again, guys, I'm Irish dancer, not <laughs> just that. <laughs> you have to preface that. Oh, yeah, yeah, Irish dancer. He's not on a pole. He's, like, uh, he's not yeah. Irish dancer. I don't think I have the upper body strength for a pole. Move around along to our topic of the that's a good transition. So today I have Connor on because I'm doing all pop culture topics. Thank I'm doing about five. Oh my god, of course. So I'm so excited you are here because I cannot wait. I'm actually so excited to hear what you have to say about everything. Because <laughs> um, never sort of an opinion. <laughs> Connor is gonna have an opinion. So we're gonna jump right into it with our first topic. Aaron Carter came out as bisexual via Twitter. Now, I try so hard to care, but Connor, I just don't. Okay, so I feel so bad. So, when, <laughs> so I went on CNN. I mean, CNN reported on him coming out, which I'm like, okay. And because I thought you only, yeah, I was like, I thought you only covered big things like Beyonce or something. Um, but you are covering Aaron Carter. First of all, I cannot tell you one Aaron Carter song. Can you? Um, yes. Something about being like mine. So, no, you can't either. <laughs> <laughs> Something about being... No, 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 no. Oh, How I Beat Shaq. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It was another pro basketball player. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How I Beat Shaq is the name of that song. But you also had a song in the Jimmy Neutron movie. So Jimmy Neutron movie? Yeah, Jimmy Neutron had a movie. Well, you isn't know, Jimmy Neutron like a cartoon? Yeah, and there was a movie, the Jimmy Neutron cartoon. <laughs> I got that the <laughs> first two times, and there was a movie. <laughs> Wait, I respect him. I do give him props. I give anyone anyone props for coming out because he came out as bisexual via Twitter. Um, and that's really all I have to. I don't have that much to say about well, it. I think CNN was just reaching for this one because literally, <laughs> whenever, I'm, whenever I'm at the gym, there's always CNN on, and I like to do a little like running warm up and watch that. But um, if the only thing they've ever had is Trump, everything that they report on is Trump. So I think they're honestly excited to have something else. That's not well, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they'll dibble into like pop culture and stuff like that. But I was just like CNN reported on right Aaron Carter. I think it was out. a slow news day. No, is this a surprise to you? I mean, Aaron Carter has not been in my <laughs> on my radar. I, I hate like it's hard. He was. He did have a performance in South Bend a few years ago. Um, With I'm sorry, said what was that? South Bend. It's where Notre Dame is. I went to Notre Dame. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Shout um, out to the Fighting Irish. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I wish you guys could have seen me. I threw up the like. I don't yeah, know. He was doing the fist. Okay. But I didn't really know. Yeah, no, it's I didn't so the best guy was. That's okay. a little awkward. No, he had a performance there. But I know, I think his sister 
Um, His brother is Nick Carter from. Right, but their sister from Insane. Got it. No, okay. no, no. Backstreet Boys? Definitely Backstreet Boys. Okay, okay, you see. They're 90s. Ooh. Ooh. Well, congratulations to Aaron Carter for coming out. Oh, Aaron. Aaron. Uh, <laughs> I'd really like to know what the purpose of your t- neck tattoo is, but we can talk about that later. What's his neck tattoo? Did you oh, see it? I don't it? know. It's just a big neck tattoo that says something. He's I think his sister did his sister commit suicide. We need to factor that. Ooh. I think she did. I'm just saying. I think he's had. They've had like a pretty rough because they had. They had a whole um, TV show growing up. Um, something I House saw, of Carter. Yes. House of Carter. Yeah. Um, so I remember the sister. Something happened with the sister. She passed away a few years ago. Um, like, how do you know all of this stuff, Pop? Could you, like, okay, so top three websites you go to, Perez Hilton, is that one of them? No. What are your pop culture, like, uh, I feel like you just know so much stuff. I guess, like, People and Entertainment Weekly, which are technically the same, like, publication. Mm, do you actually get the physical publication, or do you I get the physical on? publication of Entertainment Weekly, um, but usually whatever is on my news app, I'll get, like, updates from people. Um, dot com, but <laughs> you get know. updates from people.com. Yeah, like in my news app. <laughs> you know, not. I like how you keep putting people with news app. Now, do you really? <laughs> yeah, apparently, it yeah. is. Thank you, Jess Cagle, for <laughs> making people.com newsworthy. Um, but you know, out of all the tabloids, I assume that that one's probably the nicest. That's what you would recommend to. How about, do you have any other ones? No, honestly, those are, I love Entertainment Weekly because it has a little bit more of, um, like, not a highbrow, but an educational stu- like view of things as opposed to a tabloid. It's not a tabloid. Um, it's like what movies, music, books, mm-hmm. like what is out there. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy it. Um, but shoot, what else? I feel like there's somewhere else where I get all that. Oh, any of the other podcasts that I listen to. Um, I love Pop Rocket, so shout out to you guys and NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour. Awesome. Yeah. Connie, you are really a pop culture like junk junkie. Like you do just have this knowledge. Well, you know how you can like memorize lyrics? <laughs> you Very memorize easily. information. <laughs> wow. Okay, so go <laughs> I just feel like that's how it comes like it comes easy. Yeah. Is it something in which I am or um yeah, in which I'm actually interested. Okay. Like genuinely interested. So speaking of interest, I am really big into cinema and movies. So our second topic is um the trailer for Call Me By Your Name came out this week. Um, Vice actually released it. Um, shout out to Vice. I love what they do. Shout um, out to Army Hammer for just being attractive. I, I was like... <laughs> uh, Army Hammer is the guy from the social network. Um, Who played the Winkler Boss twins. But yes. just to let you know, he wasn't a twin. It's just him. <laughs> Any other trivia you have? Because <laughs> you threw me for a little. I was like, you know, I had to look down at my notes because I never knew his name until I never knew his name. I was just right when you said a shout out to him. I was like, wait, who is that a reference that I don't know? He is so gorgeous. I'm not usually into that all American, that voice, tall yeah. football player. He looks like very top siders. Yeah shorts, a polo shirt, that type of guy who goes golfing on the weekend. Um, anyway, in only the movie... On, only on the weekend. Only on though. the weekend, because he works the fi- right, finance job yes, during the yes, week. he's not one of those weekday... <laughs> yes. Um, so, Call Me By Your Name is about him being an American art student. He goes to Italy. I guess he stays with his teacher's family. Like, yeah, I couldn't... I was trying to pick that up from the trailer, because he's only there for, like, what, six months or something? Yeah, and then he ends up, Some I think, canoodling... <laughs> 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 he ends up 
canoodling with the professor, the art professor's youngest son, I believe it is. Right. Which I'm like, where are the generational differences here? I know. It's a bit confused. They they look very different. Yeah. Like, in terms of, (laughs) they look very different. In (laughs) age, they look very, like, far in age. Yeah, the actor who plays the younger kid is Looks like, like he could be, like, 13, 14. Like, is that legal to be, you know, in a movie? That young. Yeah, and be, like, getting on with him. What's his name again? Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Yeah, like, Army and the bang, bang, bang hammer. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the bang, bang, bang. So, um, you saw the trailer. What did you think about it? (laughs) Um, I don't really know if I want to see it. Shut up. I was not expecting you to say that. Why? It seemed rather tame. I was like... (gasps) It, it didn't give me a good idea of what the movie was actually about. Well, I'm just excited that it is a, I'm using air quotes, queer movie, I guess you would say. Okay. It's about them kind of like having and some little situation. <laughs> yeah, in air quotes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and I'm just excited that the sexual nature of it wasn't at the forefront of the trailer. It was actually a beautifully done trailer. Very good point. Like, it looked very... It's just like a movie. And that was, like, secondary. But I think that's a very... That's a huge part of the actual... Yeah, I like how the sexual... Now that you point that out, I do like how the sexual part was not a priority. Yeah. However, I didn't feel like there was very much of a relational aspect to it. Uh Uh-huh. But it's based off of a book. So, what I wanted to actually say is I'd probably... We have time, everybody. November 24th is the wide release date, but it is going to be featured at the New York Film Festival running from September something to, like, the middle of September to the end of October. Come on, Miss Thing, honey. Kanye's going to have a segment every week on the Britney. <laughs> You'll just need to sit your recording on you know, everything that's going on in pop culture. There we go. Um, but um, I wanna, I, I'd like to read it before going into it because what I would want to see is how anytime any, any film is based off of a book, I think it's always best to read the book prior if I want to get something more out of it than just an entertain like oh I went to the movies that night no if I want to have a discussion over something I want to be able to have a, a deeper knowledge of where something came from and not so much as like oh I like the book better the movie was better but more of how is this how how is this character related to the general sense of what the story is trying to purvey or how did the director take something completely different from, or take an interpretation completely different from how I interpreted my the story myself? Because each director is going to have their own taste and take on something. Um, Don't so y'all just love it. Connor? Connor can go from like pop culture <laughs> people, but he just made that sound so eloquent. And the only thing he said was he gonna get the book first and, and compare the two. But you see how he just... I was just like, wow. Maybe I should read the book. I will go look at the book and see how big it is to see if I can get through it. Because the realness of it is like, I might get it. I'm like... Yeah, because you probably aren't going to read A Little Life. No! Because that book is like a thousand pages. A Little Life, what is that? Um, some book that I'm reading right now, and I'm um, actually Boris had recommended it to both my best friend Angela and myself, and I... Angela just finished it, and I am in the process of reading it, and it's only like a hundred. I'm almost a hundred pages in, and I'm kind of bored. And there's, I'm about, I don't know, 
well, if it's a thousand pages, I'm a tenth of the way through. But it's just so boring. So there's a lot of setting the scene. Well, see, most people like myself would just be done with the book. But I love <laughs> that you're committed to doing that. And I do want to shout out to Miss Angela because Angela was someone who connected us. Yes, she was. She's the glue that holds it all together, mm-hmm. actually. Because I think like she introduced glue. Yeah, the yeah, gorilla. Like a good, <laughs> like a good stick. Because <laughs> she introduced you to Boris as well, she did. independently from me, I think. Yes, because I was at it was she was closing, and it was a Friday night, the first time that Boris and I met. Um, because then Angela and I went to All You Can Eat Sushi down in the East Village. Okay, but all the business I <laughs> Maybe... Like, nobody needs to care about any of those details. <laughs> okay, so you will go see the movie. Although you were not impressed by the trailer, you will go see it? I will go see it, yes. And I would like to read the book. And speaking of books, your next topic actually has to do with the children's book, right? Come on, Miss Transition! <laughs> so he know pop culture... <laughs> make something sound elevated and he know how to do transitions but listen Boris you better watch out because he's up here trying to take your job he's up here trying to take your job Boris is off gallivanting in Europe right now so I hope you're having fun Boris (laughs) yes gay children's book do you want to introduce this then do you know I feel like you probably know more about it um, than I do because I'm not a fan well let's talk about the title you intro to it because I have an opinion on the title Okay, so the book is called Promised Land. Yes. Okay, I know what you I was Promised Land. You said you have a bit opinion on the The Promised Land, the title. Yeah, but I thought you were gonna say what your opinion of the title was. You said I have an opinion oh, on the title, so yeah, I paused. Because, like where did they come up with that? Because Promised Land, like that is a biblical reference. Mm. You know? Um, oh, honey, you better let them know. Well, yeah, because that's where Moses was supposed to take all of the Israelites, like, to the promised land flowing with milk and honey. Oh, and so... so is this is, is this what... I remember the second author's name is Chaz, but I forget the first author. Um, like, is there a reason that they said that? Because, I mean, there's these two princes, I believe. Yes. Yeah, well, there's one... Uh, sorry, go. Jack and Leah. So the authors are Adam Reynolds and Shaz Harris. There we go. Um, and it's a kid's fairy tale book. Um, and it's LGBT. It's the first LGBT fairy tale. Anyway, that's besides the point. Um, it follows the story of Jack, a farm boy. Um, he's exploring the enchanted forest. Excuse me, guys. I'm skimming over this. Leo is the young prince forbidden to leave his palace. Real quick, I'm pretty sure the authors have something to do with Titanic because they just, how can you have Jack and Leo? Like, they're the same person. <laughs> Did not even think of that reference. Where's Rose? I need you all the time. How do you even know that, that reference? I would have never gotten that together. Where do you read Jack and Leo? And you're like, okay, Jack Dawson, Leonardo DiCaprio. <sighs> Well, I wouldn't have, but whatever, Miss <laughs> Thing. When it's your favorite movie. Um, But anyway, long story short, Jack's home is threat, and the duo must join forces for the fight of their lives. Now, if you guys Google it, you see... They're so cute. They're, like, reading a book by the tree, all loving on each other. Yeah, and it reminds me of... I mean, there's, like, there's a whole different... Like, there's interrace there. Yeah, it's good. They got a little puppy, so they, they love do. the, they love they the do. dog. They can still have uh, puppies. Yeah. <laughs> now, what is your opinion? Because you know what? This is... <laughs> this is so funny to me, because I don't know how I feel about this, because... 
I think it's because I've been subscribed to the like heterosexual culture my whole life. But I, part of me is like, is this a lot for a child? To is that a lot for parents to explain to a child so early in life when it comes to fairy tales? You know, or is it the right time to do it? Right, and I don't, I don't really know. I think it depends on who the parents are. Like, if you have gay parents, yeah, I want to show that to my, like, I would show that to my kid. Yeah, because they've already been exposed to it. But if they're haven't, if they haven't been exposed to any sort of um, homosexual lifestyle mm-hmm. or L, any LGBTQ, but I mean, in this case, this book is solely to me, gay. Yes, mm-hmm. to gay men, and um, unless. I don't know. Um, it would re- I, I think it would require a very progressive heterosexual family to be like, hey, here's a selection of books. Let's read all of them. And then when they question, well, why is this not like the other one? And then you can explain, well, whatever, whatever reasoning that you would have. Um, but I, I don't really have an answer to... It depends. Um... How do you feel about, like, so let's say it came to Wichita, Kansas. I don't know where that came from, but Wichita is in Kansas, right? Okay, I thought I just wanted to make sure, because you kind of paused. I was like, shit, did I say the right? (laughs) Anyway, so let's say Barnes & Noble, they ban it from their location, or certain people start to ban it. Do you agree with that? No. Okay. No. So you think it should be offered everywhere? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's it's free speech, too. So whether or not a parent wants to buy it for their child, great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, but I think it... So don't ban it. It's illegal. Yeah. Don't ban it. However, I feel like it will force parents to talk about it. Because what if it's on display at the Barnes & Noble? If they don't ban it, it is a conversation that needs to be had. So how do you feel about that? And and I'm asking you, because I don't know if I know. Well, because this would need to be... Well, that's a good question, because then are we forcing a conversation? Exactly. We're forcing something that people may not feel comfortable about. And then then we're putting out that stereotype of we're forcing the gay agenda on... Yeah. So it's like a very tricky thing. And I'm actually surprised that I'm so on the fence fence about it, because I would have just thought, oh my God, power to the people! Yes! Gay people! And fairy tales! But uh, I don't know how I feel. And I think it's probably because I've just grew up in always Cinderella, Aladdin... Lion King, like, all, you know, Lion King, there are animals. Um, but all these, her- there were heterosexual uh, right. lions. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that we're just so used to that. Anything different from that feels a bit strange. I mean, I but think. But that's also because we didn't grow up with this type of book. Exactly. In our, in our arsenal. Yeah. So we're automatically biased. Yeah, I know. So the authors. They were quoted by saying, for those of us who are LGBTQ, we face shame every day, but all of us experience it from childhood as our parents tell us what is and isn't acceptable. A boy picks up a Barbie and gets scolded for playing with it. Shame. A girl wants to play soccer, but is told to take ballet or dance classes instead. Shame. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) soccer, lesbian, Barbies, gay. (laughs) I mean, I get the point, guys. I get the point. I just think it's rather humorous. Oh, Connor. I love you so much. I can't even (laughs) tell you. Yeah. So for all you for all you straight female soccer players, we do apologize. It was it was not our quote. It was theirs. Okay. Um, so would you? So you would buy the fairy tale book for your kids? Last 
question yeah, on this I topic. Would. I would too. I would too. And yeah, I love it's two gay men, so like, Yeah. Yeah. And they're interracial. I just love that. Yeah. Yeah. That is cute. I didn't even think about that before. Mm-hmm. And they have a puppy, so they love Peter. They're all about it. All about Peta. All about it. Okay. Or especially when it's fresh and warm and with like served with a good hummus. <laughs> I'm glad you actually made that joke because when I said Peter, I was like, I wonder did I throw somebody off, but you really <laughs> I feel like you <laughs> I feel like in your little book of notes that he has over here, which Boris, he has notes <laughs> written down and prepared. Um, I just feel like you got just a little bundle of jokes down there somewhere, and I'm scared about it. No, but I really did. I also wanted to quickly put in a plug for this one little um, short that I saw the other day actually on Instagram. Um, that I think is also mentioned in that article in a heartbeat. Yes! yes! I actually covered it on the previous top five, like, probably like. A month or two? Two months ago, okay, probably. So definitely late to the game on that one. But no, no, it's so fine. Good. No, it's fine. No, 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 it's fine. They're so cute. They are so, so cute. It is Watch the cutest. It. It's in a heartbeat. Yeah, it is super cute. Mm-hmm. No, super, super cute. Oh my God, I'm glad you plugged that. Kind yeah. of just... Well, no, because it just reminds me. It, oh. It's what reminded me of, like, reading the synopsis of that story. Reminded me of, oh yeah, didn't I see this thing about this little heart? Because this boy, like, was in love with another boy. Yeah, and it was a cartoon. It's really cute. It was like two minutes long. <laughs> so these guys are really influ- going to be really influential authors, I feel. And who else is influential but the top power fifth of twenty seventeen? Come on, transition. Come on, transition. Watch no one gets our like no one gets it but us. They're like, why are they laughing so much? Um, so our next topic is Out Magazine. Their Power Fifty. Every year they do a Power Fifty. The most influential people. In the LGBTQ community. I mean, community. do you know what month it is? Like, shouldn't they do this in December? <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa, Miss Thing. Maybe I'll connect you with Out Magazine. Maybe I'll post a question to them on Twitter and, and just see how they feel about it. We still it. have five months. <laughs> like, people. relax. Yeah. Um, if we're counting all this. So, there are 50 people on the list. Do you want to name a few that stood out to you? Any favorites? Um, do you have them in order, too? Yes, yeah, got them in order. So, okay. I do, I do. So, I was, I mean, was this in their list of like this is the most influential or was it just a list? Well, it doesn't really I was looking for that. I don't know the most to the least I don't I don't think so. I just think it's like the top list, but I do think there is something to be said about these like top twenty. Oh yeah. Because after I mean, you get past 20. about twenty, I have to start Googling who these people are. With right. some I know who Ross Simmons is. Um, By the way, guys, we are looking at the list because Connor is such a studious co-host that he took it upon himself to type each... Oh, Raph Simmons is the new uh, director for Calvin Klein. Yes, and... Yeah, yeah, but that's why I was, like, confused about some of these just being, like, Who are I mean, congratulations, you're out and you're gay and you're doing wonderful things for the community, but really what... Shade, shade, the shade hour is about to present itself. Go ahead, finish the I mean, Hell, I'm not ever going to be on this list. But, no, you know, don't like, say that. Rachel Maddow, great. Um, Anderson Cooper, beautiful. Ellen DeGeneres has been doing great things since she came from the womb. I actually, Ellen is one of my favorite. Her and Ellen Page, who is Ellen at. Ellen Page, yeah, she's on here. She's at 16. Um, yes. Um, <laughs> You know, we're just going to say the Ru- on the list. I think it's like an inclusive list. Um, and RuPaul. You know, Caitlyn Jenner for all that she is. Ooh, I'm surprised she made a list. Controversial. She's um, at 44. She's at 44. Yeah. You know who I didn't know was um, gay was Shepard Smith. She, now, they might not be. I think 
out. No, it, he is. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, so is everyone up here actually gay? Because I don't think so. Because Carrie, so. Carrie Washington is up there as well, right? Who? Carrie Washington? No, she's not on here. No, I promise you. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the. No, I promise you. Carrie Washington is up. Damn, she's not, is she? No, she's not. Are you sure? Okay, maybe it was another website. So, Kerry Washington and the Human Rights Campaign, blah, blah, blah. So, everyone up there is from LGBTQ. Like, hey, that's I, the... I, I read... Everybody who I didn't know, I read about. Mm. I had to read, like, 45. So, who are your stand-up people? Who are your top three that you think are... It, who are the actually... most influential to you? Oh... Mm. Oh, top one, <laughs> top one thing. Top one. I mean, Anderson Cooper, I definitely like an honor, honorable mention, maybe. <laughs> no, no, my my top three. Okay, my top three. Boom. Anderson Cooper, Tim Cook, and Kate McKinnon. Oh, I love that because they're different from mine. Okay, and yours are Ellen. Okay. Ellen Page. Okay. Oh my god, two Ellen's. I, I, I paused like that because, like, wait, did I, is her name really Ellen Page? Because I thought it was until I just said that. She's so pretty. And then RuPaul. Oh, and RuPaul. RuPaul, okay. and I love that because RuPaul has been in the game for so long. And oh. I think it's a testament oh. to perseverance. Decades. You know, RuPaul used to be big in, like, the 90s. Kind of like mainstream, like had a talk show. Yeah, like Didn't he have a radio show. Probably, like oh, he right. had a pop single on the charts. Like yes, he RuPaul did. was larger than life, and then he kind of went away. And I think it was to his to his decision. And then he just came back, and he is changing the game. He got nominated for I think eight Emmy nom- eight Emmys. Really? Yeah, yeah, crazy. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So shout out to him. Go RuPaul. Go Ru Ru. Best we'll, of luck at these Emmys. If you need any arm candy, you know who to call. <laughs> well, um, I think RuPaul is married, so... Right, call his husband. Oh, oh that's what you meant. Got it. Got it. Oh, that's where you go with it. Good save on that one. Well, Anderson Cooper, if your husband's not available. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Anderson Cooper is married. He at least has a partner because I've seen their house in Architectural Digest. <laughs> of course you have. Of course. <laughs> Anderson was on the cover and it was really funny the way he was like sitting. Like he had his hand behind his biceps and his bicep would be bigger. I just love that you have all this information. You're going to love Who Weekly. You're going to love that yeah, podcast. I'm okay, telling you because... You, I'll send it to... Oh, here we go with his notes. He has his notes. He's writing down Who Weekly. Boom. And on to our last topic for today. LGBT diversity. Did you read that article? I did. Oh, because I love the blank stare. Yeah, the representation. Yeah. Um, I think it was 70%. I'm actually going to look up the article itself. Um, shame on me for not printing it like some people. It's trying to show me up. Um, There's a lot of white men. I think it's 70%. Or something. It's some real high number because yeah, more than seventy percent of queer characters on television last year were counted as white. Yeah, they're like two out of two hundred and seventy something or eighty something. Um, as a white gay man, do you notice that? I honestly have never like taken into account the lack of diversity in gay characters. I don't know because I was thinking about that and I was trying to. Um, Realize, okay, Hell, it's hard to even think of the, the damn gay characters at this point. Right. The shows have been canceled. And stuff. Well, I mean, in Empire, you have Jesse Smollett's character. And, I mean, one of the, Well, you've got Jack, 
and Will from Will and Grace. Mm -hmm. But that's you know not a show that's necessarily on anymore. But now yeah. they're coming back. Yeah. Um, but in current, what's currently on TV, you know, the kid in the Real O'Neills, the Real O'Neills was canceled. Um, How to get away with murder? There was a. How to get away with murder? Connor's character. Uh huh. Apparently, he's straight in real life, which really bummed me out. ABC is good because um. What's the other scandal? Yes, yeah. scandal. Scandal to have the um. They are all white and gay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Does he smell? But I wonder, like... should we be beating it down for? Is it one of those things? You know how you have to take care of one thing and then move on to the next? Should we be? I, I mean, of course, you should be aware of it. I think but... it's very similar to now. You know, feel free to judge the hell out of what I'm about to say. Oh I think God, it's very... let me let me cut the tape. Cut that one. I think it's very similar to Oscars So White. Ah, because yeah. the issue is that we want representation. We want it to be more holy, whatever. Well, at the end of the day, it's about making money, and what, as a market statistic, shows how we get the most money. Right. We get the most money from advertisers, we being a, a, a network. Right. And those advertisers are only going to pay a certain amount to us if our audience is broad. So how do we get the broadest audience? But it also goes to say, like, who is behind these... I think a, another thing to that is who is behind these production companies. Like, who's to say that they aren't getting these... African American characters, and who's to say that they would not be successful, or Indian characters, exactly. or Chinese, if you don't try, at least try. And right. I think that's what we've seen from the like, I won't say bulldozer, but like of all these black women in entertainment now that are making a splash both behind and in front of the camera. Right. Before, I mean, like two or three years ago, that wasn't happening, and now they are like kind of dominating primetime, and they're continuing even movies now, like Tiffany Haddish and all of these. Um, oh, what's her name? It was just. Uh, God, she's on Insecure, not Issa Rae. Oh, Issa Rae. But one no. of the people on there... Her best friend? No. Her too. But no. all of them. Like, yeah, the whole yeah, cast. Yeah. Like, black Claws, women who have been yeah. in the business for years, but now they finally got the opportunity. I do say... I think we need to just worry about the representation. I'm not saying, oh, don't worry about racial diversity, but I think... It's something of which to be conscious. Yeah. Something which to be conscious, but I think... I would love to see an influx of gay characters, period. Whether they be white, black, Puerto Rican. Yeah, I want Chinese. more stuff to come across the writer's table. Yes, yes. And to not emphasize, I mean, that's one of the great things, to not emphasize the sexual aspect of it, because then, you know, um, kind of rounding out everything, Call Me By Your Name, that trailer did not emphasize the sexuality of it. Promised Land, not emphasizing the sexual nature of it. Uh, Modern Family does not sexualize Exactly, it, yeah. Because that is what we have been so prone to be represented by is the sexual nature of who we are, not the personality, not... Um, I mean, we are very two... We've been created to be very two-dimensional. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, everyone is sexual in nature. Everyone also has a personality. Well, that's debatable sometimes. <laughs> right? Like, oh my God, not really. But um, <laughs> there's more... There's more to this type of person. It's the same... Th I mean, it's the same thing for any type of character. Well, listen, I... You have brought it to a great ending. Thank you. Well, do you have any closing remarks you'd like to share? I can't wait to be on the <laughs> next version of Connor's Pop Culture. <laughs>
Should we call it Connor's Corner? Yes. Connor's Corner. That's so alliterative. I love a good alliteration. Yes, Connor's Corner. Oh my God. I love this. Mm -hmm. This is magic in the making. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Me too. I don't have any closing remarks, but that. It's been so enjoyable this for you to be so here. Fun. You have all the pop culture knowledge. <laughs> and it's like some like, how do you know that? Where am I in the world? Um, please be sure to hit us up on the Privy Podcast. Do you have a Twitter handle? Do you use Twitter? Not necessarily. No, okay, no. so you can just hit us at the Privy yeah, Podcast. Yeah. Tell us what you put think through, about Connor. Yeah. <laughs> just mention me. Just mention Connor. Yes, and, and tell us um, how soon you want Connor's corner. And what do you want him to report on first? Yes. Tell us that. And that is all. A big shout out to Boris. Another shout out to Miss Angela for making all this happen. Once again, without her, there would be no Connor mm -hmm. and Courtney. Oh my God, Connor and Courtney. Oh, oh my God. Boris. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is it. Have a great week, and we will be back next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>